0: Hey everybody, welcome to Cornerstone Fellowship Church Online. My name is Christian and I'm the online campus pastor. Uh, Cornerstone Fellowship is in the San Francisco East Bay and it is our mission to help each person who attends this service take their next step with Jesus. If today is your first time ever attending Church Online, a special welcome to you. I really hope and pray that today's service will allow you to encounter God in in a new and fresh way. Our lead pastor, Steve Mattson, is teaching today, part two of our series through the book of Psalms, right smack dab right there in the middle of your Bible. So as we get started, I want to remind you to maybe turn off your notifications, put the dog in the crate, grab a beverage in your favorite Bible or Bible app, and perhaps something to write with and on. All right, let's begin our hour together with some great worship music. Welcome to Cornerstone.
1: Hey, everyone. It's really cool to be able to join you in worship this weekend from my home. How's everyone doing? I know that's a loaded question right now, but I'm serious when I ask it. How are you doing? Let us know. Let us know how we can be praying for you. I know for myself, it has been nothing but a roller coaster ride of emotions. And I know I'm not the only one in that boat took me about a month to realize that I needed to change things up in my routine because laying in bed crying every single day wasn't quite cutting it. And as someone that suffers from anxiety and depression, I've had a lot of days of just being crippled by that and by worry and fear and frustration and anger. And I woke up one morning and I said, I'm going for a walk today. And even as I was getting dressed, to do that, I cried, because I just had no energy, no motivation, I was feeling so low, but I pushed through it, and I got outside, and I put my earbuds on, and I listened to worship music, and it felt like every song being sung were songs that were being sung over me and prayed over me, and I felt the Holy Spirit And I felt Jesus walking that trail with me that day. And I cried. I was just, I felt so comforted and I felt so whole. And I was reminded of all of the times that I've gone through the struggle. And I remember that God has seen me through every single time. And I trust the same for you. Breakthrough is coming. Breakthrough with your depression or your anxiety or your fear, your frustration. Breakthrough is coming and I need you to trust and believe in that with me today. We're gonna be singing today, the waves and wind know his name. Our God is good, our God is great and that is worth singing
2: about. Sing with me. like never before in every season your grace has been is coming you're good. Oh, let the King
0: Hey everyone, welcome to Cornerstone Fellowship Church Online. My name is Clint Rutledge and I'm a campus pastor at our Brentwood location. For those of you that are getting familiar with our church, we have five locations spread out all over the East Bay of California. One in Livermore, one in Brentwood, Danville, Hayward, and in Walnut Creek. Unfortunately during this last month and shelter in place season, all of our physical buildings have been closed and we so miss being together and seeing your faces. But we're also thankful that we get to join together online and still worship and learn as one giant church. Today you might feel alone in wherever you're watching this, but you need to know that you're experiencing church together with thousands of people all over the East Bay and even out in different parts of the world. We're truly in this together. Hey, if you're new to Cornerstone and if you've been joining us since the beginning of the Shelter in Place, we want to get to know who you are. I want to invite you right now to check out this special page that we've created for you on our website. Just go to cornerstoneweb.org new and fill out this quick form. It'll take 60 seconds and we want to send you a welcome packet with more information about who we are and all the different ways that you can stay connected here at Cornerstone. Hey, at this time I want to say thank you to those of you that have been giving generously to our church through this difficult season. Your generosity has been remarkable. And it truly has helped our church stay on mission and continue on our outreach efforts to help those in desperate need. I want to invite everyone now to consider giving generously. You can do that by scanning the QR code on the screen next to me or by clicking the banner below, which will take you to cornerstoneweb.org give. Thank you for your generosity and your continued support, church, and for remaining faithful to Christ's mission during this hard time. We need everyone that calls Cornerstone home to step up today now more than ever before. All right, lastly, I want to invite everyone on Monday night at 7.30 p.m. to join us for Beyond Sunday. This is where we'll be taking the sermon that you're going to hear today to a more in-depth level and have a discussion with it. This is going to be an interactive experience on our YouTube channel with our teaching pastor Steve Madsen and Chris Stockhouse. You're not going to want to miss Beyond Sunday this Monday night, so make sure to join us at 7.30 p.m. on our YouTube page. All right guys, well let's get ready now to continue in our psalm series with Pastor Steve Madsen. But before we get started, one of our board members, Laura, will be reading Psalm 91 for us. Again, we're glad that you joined us and welcome to Cornerstone.
3: Those who dwell in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, you know my trust. Surely he will save you from the foulest snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the harrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plagues that destroy at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. If you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you, no disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands, so you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent because they love me, says the Lord. I will rescue them. I will protect them because they acknowledge my name. They will call upon me and I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble and I will deliver them and honor them. With long life will I satisfy them and show them my salvation.
4: Wow. Well, the Psalms are exactly what we need in times like these, aren't they? Mainly because they mirror real life. They don't offer flowery poetry or wishful thinking, which makes these ancient songs perfect for the longtime saint as well as the recent skeptic. The Psalms speak of a real God who is with us through every negative thought that crosses our minds, every fear, every Frustration, every angry feeling, every threat we faced is addressed in these poetic prayers. Good poetry uh, survives the ages, not when it's pretty, but when it's honest. The Psalms have lasted through the centuries because they remain raw and real as they celebrate how our God confronts the hazards in our lives. They promise us, we have a God who doesn't take us out of trouble, he takes us through it. So today we have a real treat because we're soaking in a psalm that has become a worldwide favorite this past month, and it's not difficult to see why. Psalm 91 makes very specific promises to us of God's care and protection. The song presents a powerful God who doesn't disappoint. Now scholars are divided on whether David wrote it or Moses wrote it, but based on the language used, my vote goes to Moses. You remember Moses from Prince of Egypt? Or maybe you just read the book of Exodus? Well, after Egypt, Moses leads the Hebrew nation out and into the wilderness. I think this Psalm was written in that dangerous desert where God took care of them, providing a cloud, sheltering them from the sun beating down on them. And then at night, the cloud became a pillar of fire over them, keeping them warm and pushing predators back into the darkness. I picture Moses working on this poem for a while, fashioning each stanza before giving us this, those who dwell in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Oh, that's great. Take a look at the different names for God that Moses just gave us. How many names did you count in these first two verses? If you found four, you're right. Uh, These four names, each in their own way, remind us that God really can be trusted. Now, as you may know, back then, your name carried a lot of weight. Uh, The the name inferred uh, the ability and the capability of the person being named. So the first name Moses throws out in verse 1 is translated into English as God Most High. The Hebrew is El Elyon. Uh, El is God. Elyon means above all or supreme. The Hebrew children had all witnessed firsthand El Elyon's supremacy over any threat. And they rested in the shadow of God Almighty which is the second name God uh, Moses offers of God, uh, the Hebrew name El Shaddai. El is God. Shaddai means powerful or capable. Those of us who listen to Christian music in the 80s, we know this name of God thanks to Amy Grant. El Shaddai, she sang. Age to age, you're still the same by the power of your name. And he is a powerful God, strong beyond our imagination, more than capable to supply Our every need. God's wilderness people had experienced God's abilities over and over. El Shaddai parted the sea for them and then closed it over Pharaoh's army. El Shaddai led them into a barren wilderness and then sustained them for 40 years with manna falling from the sky and water gushing out of previously dry boulders. There was no wilderness challenge that their God, their God of many names, Couldn't meet. Look at verse 2. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. The third name Moses gives us is simply translated Lord. The Hebrew is Yahweh, uh, Jehovah. It means God exists. This is the name God called himself uh, on the day Moses met him at a burning bush, telling the shepherd fugitive to return to Egypt and confront the Pharaoh. Moses asked, what is your name? When I confront Pharaoh, who should I tell him sent me? And God responded, tell them the I Am sent you, the God who is. This name is still considered so sacred in Judaism, some never say it out loud, replacing it with the name Adonai, which means my Lord, a name that communicates a very personal God, the God who can be known, a God who knows every joy and every fear in our roller coaster lives. He's there to be experienced. He's there to be seen. And the fourth name Moses leaves us with is Elohim, my God or creator God. This is also the first name for God found in the Bible. You'll see it in Genesis 1-1 where Moses writes, in the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. Moses, who's also credited with writing Genesis, sings in Psalm 91 that the God in whom he trusts is the same God who created all things, the God who's forever faithful to his creation. So before we move on, let's read verses one and two slowly out loud. Are you ready to read out loud? Let's reflect on these four amazing names of God and their meaning to us in April of 2020 as we shelter at home today, read with me now. Those who dwell in the shelter of the Most High, the God who is above it all, will rest in the shadow of the Almighty, the powerful, capable El Shaddai. I will say of the Lord, the God I know personally, He is my refuge and my fortress, my creator in whom I trust. All right, stop there and breathe for a moment. Ask yourself, do you trust Him? Maybe lately you've been wondering if you can trust Him. Well, you aren't alone. There are many people in our Cornerstone family who uh, have had to allow God to rebuild their trust in Him. Uh, Some of them went through seasons where they were disappointed in God. Maybe they're feeling that way now, or maybe church disappointed them. But now, because of the circumstance they're in, they're reaching out again, hoping that God can be trusted. And uh, there are others among us who've been trusting him for years, and you are there safe in his presence today, uh, hearing these words. So let me ask you a question. Do you feel his presence right now? Remember Easter, how Jesus, the Son of the Most High God, came right through locked doors to be with them? Remember uh, Pastor Becky's sermon about practicing the presence of God, learning to identify it when you feel Him near, believing He is still near when you don't feel Him there? Well, whether you feel Him or not, God has joined you today in your home. The God who is above it all. The powerful, capable, personal Creator God is with you now. And I say this, if that God is for you, then who can be against you? Who could separate you from His love? So sometime today, write these Psalm 91 names of God on Post-its and put them up around your house. If there are kids there with you, you could make it a project. Maybe they could make the reminders and put them up around the house. Maybe you have a chalkboard or a message board with changeable letters that could remind you this week of the names of the God who is there with you and with your family. Or after the sermon, maybe you'll want to get out the sidewalk chalk and decorate the back patio with God's names. These are His names: God Most High, El Elyon; God is Able, El Shaddai; God Exists, Yahweh, My Lord, Adonai. Creator God, Elohim. A God who makes himself our address. The place we shelter. The place we rest. Those who dwell in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Resting in his shadow. That is a beautiful image. Resting in his shadow. What are you picturing right now? I'm picturing a a, a fawn resting in the shadow of a mother deer. Do you know how close you have to be to someone in order to rest in their shadow? I think Moses is telling us in this poem that we have to stay close to God to rest in his shadow. So do that today and let your mind rest as your body rests. Pick a Sabbath from checking the latest COVID-19 data. Uh, If you're like me, you you do want to know what's going on in the world, but it also drains you from thinking about better things. Remember when we we studied Philippians 4.8? It seems like a hundred years ago, doesn't it? Where Paul coached us to decide what we would think about and only think about those eight things. He said, think about whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right or pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy. And then the God of peace will be with you. So let's all take a real Sabbath today and rest from any troubling thoughts. Let's replace trouble with trusting God. Let's process fear in faith. Dwell in Him today, Cornerstone. Shelter in Him. And all you know about Him. Get yourself in under His shadow. You know, the coronavirus has cast a shadow all over the whole world, but the shadow of the Almighty is a greater shade. All right, let's go back to verse 2 a little bit longer and look at those words, refuge and fortress. What does it say there? I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. All right, so read the word refuge and picture something. When I picture the word refuge, I'm thinking of a hiker caught in a terrible storm. Uh, He was hiking along, having a great time, and all of a sudden a storm just came out of nowhere. And so now he's sheltering under a protective ledge until the storm passes. But when I read the word fortress, I picture people uh, coming in, uh, they're they're, they're in attack. They're running into the castle. They're drawing up the bridge. Now look at verse 4, same kind of fortress words. God's faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Now, a rampart is a fortress wall surrounding and protecting the community from attack. God's faithfulness is a protecting wall all around us. Like my grandma used to pray for a hedge of protection surrounding us grandkids. Now, David wrote a song with these same images. Uh, It's Psalm 31. In you, he says, in you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness. Turn your ear to me. Come quickly to my rescue. Be my rock of refuge, a strong fortress to save me. So we're all in a storm, a storm that isn't going to let up for a while. We We are under attack. And until this virus lets up, we must stay sheltered in our God, our rock of refuge, our strong fortress. He's surrounding us. With impenetrable walls, like it says in Proverbs eighteen ten, the name of Yahweh is a strong fortress. The righteous run in, and are protected. You know, if you have your family that are with you uh, later today or even now, build a fort and have everyone get inside to talk about God, who is our fort or our shelter. Uh, if you're only if you're the only person there, you can still build a fort. Or you could just grab a blanket and wrap up in it and remember you are also wrapped up in God who is all around you. None of us are truly alone. Now having said that, there are those of us in our congregation that are physically alone. If you have a friend or relative who's alone today, uh, can I encourage you right now, even while I'm preaching, to reach out to them via text and give them a virtual hug. Uh, Tell them you're thinking about them, you love them. Later today, you could FaceTime with them. And Have a nice, uh, slow conversation. Uh, Try to make each other laugh. Uh, If they live nearby and you can get out uh, out of the house, then uh, get your mask on and your gloves and uh, uh, keep your social distancing rules in place. But you could meet them on your favorite hiking trail. It's beautiful out there. God has given us an amazing California spring. All right, back to verse 3. God will save you from the fowler's snare... And from the deadly pestilence. Moses gives us image after image. Now, a fowler's snare, that would be any hidden trap laid by someone hunting birds. Uh, It implies a trapper who who knows what paths uh, the prey normally walk and lays a hidden snare there. Well, it's wise for us to remember that uh, we have an enemy who knows us. And he can use normal human needs and emotions and thoughts during the season to lead us into a trap. Fear can lead you to hoard, or to see people out there as a threat instead of someone you should serve. Boredom can draw you to pornography or to the refrigerator. Close confinement can foster impatience and angry words. The enemy of your soul knows that if he could trap you into anything like this, he would. And then those of us that are subject to depression and anxiety, we have to be alert and aware of these things. Any traps laid for our soul these days. So I encourage you, talk to God about these things very honestly and ask for his help. And you know what? Talk to us as well. You can access this link right now and we'll come alongside you. Or later, you can go to cornerstoneweb.org care, and we'll connect with you. Don't fight your battles alone. You're not alone. You're part of a great church. Reach out to us. It's why we exist. And we'll reach right back to you, and we'll be your family. And if you're suffering any financial need, reach out as well. We can help you with that. There are folks donating into a growing fund that can help you bridge the gap financially. Just ask, and we'll do what we can to help you. All right, back to verse 3. God will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. The deadly pestilence. Well, don't forget to ask God to protect you and those you love from this deadly virus. Anytime you go out, pause to pray for protection. Do more than protect yourself with a mask and gloves and disinfectant. Let Him also protect you. From this invisible threat. Stay in God's shadow and the enemy will think twice about bothering you or even attacking you. Our enemy is afraid of our powerful God. He doesn't dare come close to him. And uh, if you're taking my advice and praying the Lord's Prayer for 20 seconds every time you wash your hands, then all through the day you are naturally praying these words, lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Well, God hears that prayer and is fully capable to do just that. Are you ready for verse 4? Here we go. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. Well, this is a beautiful snapshot uh, of a mother bird gathering the chicks. That's what Moses is giving us. Uh, A mother bird, and she's gathering the chicks under her wings to protect them from the weather. And this image is so different than one of us sheltering in the cleft of a rock or even in a walled fortress, because in those places, it's still cold. But under a mother's protection, it's warm. The chicks can hear her breathing. They feel her heart beating. She is a living, breathing shelter. She loves those chicks, and nothing will move her off of them, even if she suffers in the storm. And that's why this image is so beautiful, because in the shelter of a fortress, the walls protecting you, they feel no pain. But in this image, the mother is taking the wind and the rain on her own back. She's suffering to keep the chicks safe and warm. She's like Jesus, who took the abuse for us, covering us under his outstretched arms. Remember that Palm Sunday at the Mount of Olives when he, he looked over the valley into Jerusalem and he was crying and what was it he said? How often I wanted to gather you as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you would not let me. Friends, this is an amazing season because we've all been confined and it's a time when God is trying to gather us unto himself. It was so easy when life was so free to just always be busy to avoid the Lord and to to kind of avoid the thoughts of Him pulling us together in His protection. Well, let's all allow Him to do that now, to cover us. Read on. If you put your trust in God, verse 5, you will not fear the terror of night nor the arrow that flies by day. Like Isaiah wrote, no weapon that is formed against you will prosper. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. You will not fear the terror of night, he says, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Is this a psalm for coronavirus 2020 or what? He goes on, verse 9, If you make the most... The Most High, your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge. Then no harm will overtake you. No plague will come near your dwelling. He will command his angels to guard you in all your ways. Because they love me, says the Lord, I will rescue them. I will protect them because they acknowledged my name. They will call upon me and I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will deliver them and honor them. With long life, I will satisfy them and show them my salvation. (sighs) The God of Psalm 91 is so many things. He's our shelter, he's our shadow, he's our refuge, he's our, our fortress, he's our shield, he's our dwelling. Like Jesus warned us, there will be trouble, but God will be with us in the trouble. He'll bring us through. Make the Lord your refuge, and nothing will be able to diminish God's purposes for you. Whatever the amount of years you still have on planet Earth, there is eternal life in heaven for those who who are the saved. Uh, The long life mentioned here is a forever life. Even if my body is infected by the COVID-19, He will either heal me or take me. Either way, I'm good, and I need to rest in that. Our lives and times are in His hands. Nothing can change his plan for us. This truth is what delivers us from being conquered by a pandemic. When fears of the the coronavirus surround us, how much greater is the security of El Elyon, El Shaddai, the God who was and is and is to come, a God who promises in Psalm 91, I will rescue you. I will protect you. I will protect you will answer you. I will be with you in trouble. I will deliver you. I will honor you. I will satisfy you. I will show you my salvation. The world feels dark, but He brings light. The world feels scary, but He takes the fear away. The world feels lonely, but He's with us. God promises to work everything out for those who love Him and honor His name. You have to decide if you believe that or not. If you question it, just get to know someone who's been walking with the Lord for years and they'll tell you this, you don't even know how very much He has already protected you from. You don't even know how many times He has been there and you didn't recognize His presence, therefore you didn't honor it. You just took it for granted he has been watching out for you and he has been calling you to himself for such a time as this you may doubt he is there but he's there hmm. i talked to someone the other day that said they wondered if god had left them to fend for themselves he hasn't he never sleeps his angels are always on guard he simply cannot forget you. His love is too great to leave us on our own. If you're doubting anything I've said today, let us know. We won't preach to you. We'll listen as you openly share your doubts about God and your disappointments with Him. We won't try to answer all your questions, but we'll listen to you as you sort through it. All right, I think that's enough for today. Let's close with portions of three other Psalms that David wrote that sound a lot like the one that Moses wrote. This is Psalm 27, 31, and 61. I will leave you now as Pastor Martin, who leads Cornerstone Español, reads a few few lines of David's psalm. God bless. The Lord is my light
5: and my salvation. Who shall I fear? Yo habitaré en tu tabernáculo para siempre. Estaré seguro bajo la cubierta de tus alas Free me from the trap that is set for me For you are my refuge From the ends of the earth I call to you I call as my heart grows faint Inclina a mí tu oído Líbrame pronto Sé tú mi roca fuerte y fortaleza para salvarme in my refuge, a strong fortress to save me. I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. In the day of trouble, He will keep me safe in His dwelling.
0: Hubiera yo desmayado
5: si no creyese que veré la bondad de Jehová en la tierra de los vivientes. Way for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord.
2: Those who dwell in the shelter of the Most High
0: you Pastor Steve and Pastor Martine and John. I think so many of us needed to hear that message today. God is our shelter. We can rest in his shadow. He is our, our refuge. He is our fortress in whom we can fully trust. I hope you take some time today to read Psalm 91 and start writing down those names of God that have stuck with you during this message and start posting them on the walls of your home. As we shelter in place, let's also remember that we're sheltered and protected by a deeply loving God. Well, hey, I want to remind you, if you need prayer or are going through something ex- extremely difficult in your relationships or struggling with anxiety or depression, we have an awesome care team that wants to help support you. Visit cornerstoneweb.org to find resources about how we can help you get through this in a healthy way. And again, if you're new with us, Make sure to visit our welcome page on our website so that we can get you more information about our church and find ways for you to stay connected to Cornerstone. Finally, I want to say again, thanks for uh, supporting the mission of Cornerstone financially. If you'd like to step up and become a financial partner, please visit our Give page and let's continue to invest in God's kingdom together. All right, guys, we'll see you all this Monday night for Beyond Sunday at 7.30 p.m. live on our YouTube channel. Until then, We'll stay here in the chat if you need prayer or if you want someone to talk to. Otherwise, have an awesome day, and we'll see you next time.